Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Welcome to the Fantasy Throwdown Podcast. Bringing you the latest from the world of sports, DFS, and gambling. With over five years of hot takes and millions of downloads later, I guess he's been doing something right. Now, sit back and listen to one of the sharpest minds in the game. Here's your host, Dwayne Callender. Hello, folks. It is Sunday. We got plenty of NFL action, and I'm going to be blunt. This is an extremely challenging week for DFS purposes. There's a ton of injury news outstanding that even now, realistically, it's a case of we're playing it by ear. I was under the impression that Jacoby Brissett was still going to be good to go for the Commanders. Now we're getting reports that it's kind of uh, in flux. That actually makes a big difference from a DFS standpoint. From a game standpoint, I think it the play is still more... Uh, the line is really wide for the Niners. Uh, unless they get a defensive touchdown, which is certainly possible if it is Sam Howell who, who ends up getting the nod anyway, even though he got benched uh, this week extremely difficult week from a DFS per, uh, perspective. So I would say, you know, it's the last real week of DFS action next week. You're going to get a lot of teams pulling starters and it's a mess. Uh, but this is not for the faint of heart. So for the non like active DFS players, I would say you're kind of okay sitting out this week uh, because you're going to have to make pivots on the fly. I will say from my standpoint, I think the cheap quarterbacks that are coming in, so you got Tyrod Taylor playing this week, uh, you had Russell Wilson bench in favor of Jared Stidham, it's not that these players are great, it's the fact that they're so cheap, they get you to a number of high value plays, because uh, Tyrod's 4600 Stidham's 4800 you got Bryce Young at 4900 
I think that the Jags are very susceptible in that secondary. It wouldn't shock me if Bryce Young puts up good passing stats today and he ends up being on a couple of uh, 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 tournament winners, uh, uh, winning lineups today. It's not going to shock me. The, what I look at this slate as being is a case where you really got to be diligent about what you're going to be targeting in terms of matchups. So you got to be careful in terms of what your roster construction is and who are the high-value plays. I'm going to lay out whom I think is uh, preferred in terms of guys to target, but uh, there's still not a uh, there's still not a clear-cut choice of how to do your roster construction, which is why I say it's a challenging week because there are a couple of different ways this could play out with as soon as we get injury updates, and we're still not going to have that for a couple of hours. So without much further ado, let's go into some of the higher-valued plays that I think folks should be taking a harder look at. Um, you know, I already kind of mentioned the quarterbacks. Uh, I, I'm leaning more towards going the cheap route with Tyrod Taylor, Jared Stidham, Bryce Young. I think they are all certainly in play. I would say C.J. Stroud coming back for the Texans against a pass funnel defense like the Titans is one of those plays where you can certainly make a strong argument for, and I I do think he uh, can put up big numbers uh, against uh, uh, the Titans. Uh, to me, Stroud makes so much sense in terms of the matchup. Now, is it a risk because the guy's been hurt? Yeah. It, you know, we, this is not as though... It was a, a, a straightforward concussion protocol. Like the, the Texans were taking their time because this is a franchise player, and guess what? He got he got rocked pretty good uh, against the Jets. So to me, this is not one where you know you should feel safe playing uh, Stroud. I'm just saying at 7100, given the potential of the matchup, yeah. He could easily end up on the optimal, and he will be less than 5% owned on this slate. You got a less than 5% owned quarterback, because I realistically, I would see more folks just paying the extra 600 to get up to Lamar. And getting up to Lamar Jackson makes a ton of sense. I also could see folks just saving the extra 100 bucks and playing Brock Purdy instead against Washington and that poor secondary. Um, Purdy's going to be 10% owned. Um, Lamar looks to be low-owned. Like, quarterback ownership is going to be spread out. And Tyrod Taylor is going to be popular because, again, he allows you to fit in enough pieces that it makes a ton of sense. So from my standpoint, again, you got to make it some hard decisions as to how you want to do your roster construction. But it's not out of the realm of possibility that you would see a Purdy or a Lamar, or C.J. Stroud, uh, in addition to the cheap guys being potential guys who will land in the optimal. That's why I say this is a tough week, because at running back, Zamir White's going to be the most popular running back and probably will have 50% ownership. Why? Because he's 5,100. And again, you're trying to save as much money as you can. The matchup makes a ton of sense, uh, you know, Playing the Colts, uh, you know, the 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 Raiders 
are not able to throw the ball with Aiden O'Connell. I, it is what it is. You know, maybe you could play Jacoby Myers, but frankly, uh, I think even at fifty three hundred, Jacoby Myers is pretty expensive given some of the other options we have on the slate. And I just don't think you can justify the price tag on Devontae Adams at thirty four hundred. The problem is, as bad as the Colts' secondary is, O'Connell has not been looking down the field, and I don't think Antonio Pierce is asking for him to go down the field. I think they're saying we can win the ball with our defense, play smart football, tilt the field position, it's good enough to win. And because of that, the Raiders' passing attack has been taking a severe downtick, and they've been focusing on the run blocking. And to their credit, they've been doing the receivers have been run blocking. So it's not as though they they haven't bought in. Like they are trying to win games and they're seeing pathways of winning games. It's just not a flashy style. But Zamir White being at fifty one hundred and a run dominant offense against a team that does give up rushing as well as passing yards, it's hard not to recommend playing um, Zamir White. It, it, the ownership, like he's projected for forty percent ownership. I, I gotta think it's it's closer to fifty. I think the projections are wrong. I think folks, you know, casual fans are gonna be smart enough to play Zamir White today. I'm, you know, maybe maybe I'm wrong, and folks still have not caught up to speed in terms of how to play DFS. But I I, I just think the projections are way too low. I think White's probably closer to fifty percent. I'm just being honest. Now. The guy, I would say, well, two guys, Christian McCaffrey and Kira Williams, both in premier spots. McCaffrey, 9,600, which is why the cheap quarterback route is being so popular today. Is to get to McCaffrey, you're almost guaranteed having to play a cheap QB to make it work. And Kyron Williams at 8,300 against the Giants, you know he's going to be catching. You know he's going to be running in the red zone. He's got all the goal line work. Uh, McCaffrey might get vultured by Debo Samuel. I think Debo Samuel makes a very interesting pivot play at 7,700 to McCaffrey lineups. <coughs> if you want exposure against uh, the commander's defense and don't want to pay the 9,600, I think playing Debo and hoping for Debo to get a rushing touchdown, yeah, he could always catch a touchdown pass too and, vulture, and, and take away a chance from Brandon Ayuk. I think Debo is a very interesting way of pivoting off of Ayuk and McCaffrey today, and I do believe that it, it it works. But the guy that is not getting talked about enough this week is Devin Achan. Achan, no Raheem Moster. Raheem Moster has over 20 rushing touchdowns this year, people. When the Dolphins are in the red zone, they like to run the ball. They like to run the ball, especially in goal line situations. No Moster. Achan's getting all those carries. Achan 6,700. Projected ownership is still under 20. I can't believe that it's going to be that low. I have to believe in that game script environment against the Ravens. When the Dolphins win and you clinch the division, the Dolphins are going to go for it today. I truly believe this is the route we're, we're taking, that Achan is going to get 20 to 25 carries and multiple looks at red zone goal line carries. Achan can have two touchdowns today and over 100 yards rushing and easily be on the winner. I, you have to you have to factor that in. You have to. 
So, as much as I like uh, Christian McCaffrey, and as much as I like Kieran Williams, Achan basically needs to be in the lineup. Uh, at least for at least for me in high stakes. Uh, I, I, you know, I can get, I can try to get cuter in some of these other spots uh, uh, down the line, but to me, Achan, he's got to be in the mix. There, there, there is no other way of slicing it that Achan needs to be in more lineups today. I'm not seeing, I'm not seeing the ownership get anywhere close to where he's supposed to be. So I'm gonna go back and rework lineups again to make sure I'm overweight on him. But to me, Achan's the the clear cut best play on the slate today because of the most dirt news of him being out. I, I think Achan makes so much sense. And he also catches work in the passing game, too. So, as much as I love Kieran Williams against the Giants, Achan is the same play as Kieran Williams at a $1,600 discount. And if the ownership steam doesn't get to Achan, I can play Achan with Kieran Williams, play Debo instead of Christian McCaffrey for further leverage, and... And, and I'm, my life is already different enough from everyone else focusing on uh, uh, on McCaffrey lineups that I could just be chalk everywhere else, and I could play the Rishi Rice of the world if I wanted to. It, 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 to me, that's where you can uh, really get yourself in a different uh, position-wise uh, with your roster construction. So, again... Not the, for the faint of heart this week in terms of DFS, but there are ways of going about it to get different uh, when you're pivoting. So, you know, I already brought up Ayuk. Uh, he's uh, one of the top sim projected plays of the a week. The uh, Demario Douglas is getting almost 20% ownership at 4,300. I don't love the play if Demario Douglas is at 4,300, uh, is at 20% ownership because even at 4,300, you, you kind of need him to get into the end zone um, to be optimal. Um, he, he, he'll he cash. Um, the Pats don't have any other wide receivers against the Bills, so he'll get you 10 to 12 points. I just don't think that's enough. Rasheed Rice, 6,900. Uh, you know, the Chiefs need to win this game against the Bengals. Can Rasheed Rice get in the end zone and get you 17 points? Yes. Is everyone else predicting Rasheed Rice to get 17 points? Yes. <laughs> and so, it, you're, it, but it's chalk that I'm fine eating. It's just you have to be willing to understand that you are not different from most folks when you're uh, when you're going for these types of plays. But if you're doing what I'm kind of outlining and getting a little bit different by pivoting off of Christian McCaffrey uh, at 30% ownership... Yeah, the, the, like that it will be a, a, a spot where you can get kind of get different. And then from uh, the other wide receiver spot, the like the guys you got to look out for are the Denver guys. Uh, there's Brandon Johnson. Uh, there's uh, little Jordan Humphrey because Jerry Judy is just not it. Like Jerry Judy uh, is getting talked about, but Jerry Judy doesn't seem to care about playing football right now. And as bad as the Chargers secondary is. If a guy doesn't care, he's just running routes for the sake of running routes. I, I'm not. I'm not convinced Jerry Judy breaks twelve points today. I, I'm not convinced of that. Even as in a matchup where 
as the number one, he should be he should be able to put up twenty. Like given this matchup and the fact that he's the clear cut number one wide receiver and the best wide uh, and the best uh, uh, wide receiver on the roster by far, most talented, he should be able to put up twenty. I just don't see it happening. So I I, I do think you could take some uh, punts on uh, the the cheap uh, cheap receivers for. Uh, the Broncos with Sutton out today. And then at tight end, you know, Travis Kelsey at 7K, he is not generating a ton of ownership because of the fact that you have so many other plays, but Kelsey could easily get there for the Chiefs. Easily. Um, it, it's, it's, it's not even a shock if Kelsey puts up 25 today because Mahomes just focuses in on him and doesn't go to Rasheed Rice, and he and he just he he and Travis just try to work it out uh, because they know they're not getting there for the postseason. So it's it's not it's not a it's not a good time for the Chiefs right now. But if there was a time where you have a Kelsey game where they just focus on Patrick and Kelsey getting as much uh, uh, rapport as possible. And just work it out where he's the one-man offense uh, for the Chiefs, and they run Pacheco. There's a very real chance they go down that route versus um, uh, versus trying to establish some of these young guys who just have not gotten the job done this year. Let's just put it bluntly: the Chiefs' wide receiver core has not gotten it done, and they miss the enemy. And we'll, we will move on from there. And then, from a defensive standpoint, I think the Panthers have a real chance of beating the Jacks. Like, like as crazy as that sounds, Panthers defense at 2,700 makes sense. Pat's defense at 2,300, while not likely to beat the Bills, Josh Allen could easily make some turnovers and pay off value at that price tag. Because all you need from your defense when you're in that low 2K range is defensive uh, uh, defensive fumble recoveries or interceptions. And if they get a touchdown, uh, you're off to the races. So, to me, I think it's cheap defense today. Don't go crazy uh, paying about 3K. You have enough options where some of these teams are going to make a dumb mistake and you go from there. So, uh, yeah, not a, not an easy DFS slate uh, for certain, but a couple of ways where we kind of get ourselves different and make pivots. So, we're going to get into the spread picks uh, shortly after the break. So, stick around and uh, we'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. The Fantasy Throwdown Podcast will be right back after our sponsors pay the bills. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. 
BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Welcome back to the show. Hope you got your popcorn ready. All right, Kelly. Week 17, we are almost at the end of the regular season. And frankly, looking at some of these teams, I can't wait to not be watching them much more, much longer. But uh, without much further ado, obviously, we, we technically got the Cowboys game wrong. Except we really didn't have it wrong. At least in my opinion. If uh, the Cowboys actually did what they were supposed to do uh, with uh, some of their play calling in the red zone, I I think the Cowboys should have covered last night. Didn't actually execute some of the plays uh, in the uh, red zone, and then meanwhile the Lions, it, it was it was one of the more bizarre play calling decisions because everyone's going to be talking about the two point conversion. But realistically, some of what the Lions were trying to do during the course of that game didn't make a ton of sense because Gibbs got no touches realistically in that game. And Montgomery only got goal line carry work. The Lions did not run that ball much at all. So the Lions basically got bailed out by the Cowboys, but the Lions didn't do enough to win that game. And ultimately kind of cost themselves uh, 
the game by refusing to just kick the extra point and go into overtime. Although, in my opinion, technically, they didn't really benefit that much with that game. So it was just one of those bizarre situations where both sides just did very questionable decision-making down the stretch. So, um, But uh, without much further ado, let's talk about... Uh, uh, the first game on the deck, uh, Baltimore at home hosting the Dolphins, three and a half point favorites. Yeah, I, I'll, I'll, I'll take Baltimore at home. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah. Uh, Ravens at home. I'll, I'll take, I'll take Baltimore. You know, I mean. <sighs> There could be a letdown after that win in San Francisco the other night, but you you are playing the Dolphins, who is a high-scoring team, so that defense should be geared up for for you know you know a, a hard day's job because um, it 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 um, you know it it's it's Miami, and if if they get going, even even without what you know. They they they, they 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 can they can ruin your day very quickly. Yeah. To me this this kinda comes down to for standard betting, I, I think this is a Baltimore pick. If you're in um if you're in picks pools and you're behind, you take the Miami side, uh, because we're getting down to the point where you need to catch up. So if you're behind in your picks pools I would say you take the Miami side because this game, I think, kind of comes down to that 50-50 spot where Baltimore can win, but Miami could just lose by a field goal. So the hook matters. But, you know, I would still lean towards just taking the Baltimore side at the three and a half. But if you're behind in your picks pools, this is a game where you could take the shot on the underdog and I don't have a problem with it at all. Uh, next up, Buffalo at home against New England. The Bills, 12.5-point favorites. Uh, live line is up to 14. You know, the the Bills last week should have lost uh, based off of what the Nazis they were doing. But, you know, the Pats don't have much of a pulse either. So, you know... This is one of those games where I don't love the line. I would probably just tell folks to stay away from it. But if you got to make a pick, you take the Buffalo side. But man, this is not an encouraging game. No, I, I look. I'll take Buffalo, but the cover of fourteen and a half. Uh, I, don't, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, for for the purposes of your picks pools, you only have to worry about the twelve and a half. But this is just one of those games where, even at twelve and a half, you still need Buffalo to win by thirteen, at least. Uh, it, it's it's not a great feeling. So to me, this is one of those lines where I would just say you walk away from this game. I I don't I don't I don't feel like either side does you much. The only side I could see is like. Realistically, if Buffalo wins this game, this is usually one of those games where they just win. Like, uh, like if they were playing properly, they win this by twenty-one. 
but, yeah, but, but you never know when Buffalo's actually going to play a game competently. So it, it's really hard to recommend anything from this game. It's like, I, I maybe you could throw New England into a teaser situation if you want to bump up their uh, bump up their spread on the other side. But I just I, I don't even think it's it's worth the effort. It, like to me, this is just a stay away spot. Yeah, I have no idea which Buffalo team is coming. You know, because they've been so up and down this year. The 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 but the issue the issue is Buffalo absolutely has to win in order to have a shot at winning the division. So it cut it really does come down to Buffalo needs to get it done. But man, if you're if you're banking on the Bills like just taking care of business because they need to win the game, I, I don't think that's a great way of looking at it. Yeah, but here's 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 the kicker. Buffalo Buffalo has had to win. With it, they know they're in dire straits for the past four weeks. And outside of the Cowboy game, uh, they haven't looked like that. Because even after the Cowboy game, they came right back and looked just as as as, as, as kind of helter skelter as, as they did before. Yeah. Because you tell yourself the Cowboys game, say, that's the way it's supposed to play. That's the way it's supposed to do it. Don't, don't be taking And then, boop, here we go again. So I have no faith that we're going to see anything but, you know, hold on to your seats from Buffalo. Because I think that's, you know, I think that's actually who they are now. You know, uh, Josh Allen is going to put the ball in arm's way, you know. And they don't play lights out defense anymore. So, uh, it, you know, it is what it is. Yep. Yeah. So. Very uh, true. Very true. Uh, next up, Chicago at home hosting the Falcons. Bears, three and a half point favorites. <laughs> This is an awkward game because uh, the, the stories are coming out that Matt Eberflus has somehow saved his job with the Bears just because the Bears won a couple of games down the stretch. And the Bears are just so freaking cheap that they'd rather just pay one bad coach instead of hiring two, uh, hiring another bad coach and paying two uh, for next year. But, you know, to me... I kind of feel like I, at first I thought this was you know I don't like Atlanta outside in the cold and at the end of the year this is usually when Atlanta folds up their tent but man it it's not as though the Bears are that much better than Atlanta it's like this like this is just an awkward game where again it's three and a half yeah I could see the Bears winning but to me. I wouldn't bet this game outright. This is this is a game what I would rather just tease it on the Atlanta side um, and just bump up uh, bump up your odds that way rather than bet the Bears um, outright or take them in a pool. But you know, for a game theory purposes, if you're behind, take Atlanta. If you're ahead, play Chicago because that's where most people are going. Well, the, the, I, and I can see why people are going there because. I think, in spite of the coach, I'm not, not there, but I just think Justin Fields 
has been playing, you know. He didn't play to save his job. Yeah, I, you know, they, he's auditioning that, hey, if these guys want to keep me here, I I know I'm going to get a, a, a spot someplace else because look what I can do. Because to me, the, those last few games that the, the, the Bears have played, it's all fields. Hey, I, I I I I I got I got news for folks. Giants fans may not want to hear this, but truth be told, given where we are draft wise, you're better off trading for Justin Fields at this point and giving up a for giving up the first round pick to just grab Justin Fields at this stage because of how the the draft pick situation got screwed up. So, to me, if I'm the Giants, I'm entertaining trading for Justin Fields. Now, can you sell John Mayer on that? Probably not, but it's it's a worthwhile conversation to have if you're the Giants. Yeah. Yeah, but, you know, I, I wouldn't even talk about it because that's, that makes too much sense. So, it's not going to happen. I'm, you know... I don't see John Mara signing off on that. Yeah, knowing how he is. And of course he, he still believes that 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 um you know uh Daniel Jones will uh will be the quarterback next year per John Mara. Yeah. We we've already we've already heard uh well, we didn't hear an official statement, but that's basically what everyone uh that's why the the Daniel Jones defenders came out a couple of weeks ago, trying to say, "Oh, well, if we just had this going on with the offensive line, it's like things would have been different." As as, as if every team has uh, excellent play around them throughout the year. It's like that's part of that's part of the gig is the QB. You got to elevate, folks. Daniel Jones can't elevate anybody, but uh, uh, you know. Uh, before we move on, uh, you had the Chicago side at uh, minus three and a half? Yeah. All right. Uh, moving on, we have C.J. Stroud returning for the Texans as they host the Titans. Interesting line here because it's Texans minus three and a half. I think the line's too low, but I'm curious to get your thoughts because to me, I think this line's way too low. You got Tennessee traveling to Houston. I mean, they played a tight game in overtime in Tennessee less than three weeks ago without C.J. Stroud. Stroud's back. To me, this is Texans all day. Like this is, I, I think this this line should be five and a half or six. Mm. Yeah, I, I I agree there. Yeah, I I like the Texans. Yeah, I, I, I just think that line was way too low. I, I don't, I'm, I'm unless Vegas is is very skeptical if CJ Stroud is healthy enough, and the Texans are rushing him back because this is literally their last stand to make the playoffs. But you know, if you're the Texans, why would you even endanger Stroud if he wasn't truly cleared to play? I, I just think this is uh, pretty straightforward that uh, he's good to go, and uh, you know. Uh, I, I think I think the matchup more than favors Houston if Stroud's under center and in playing. So, 
Um, moving on, we've got Indianapolis hosting the Raiders. The Colts are three and a half point favorites. The Colts are three and a half point favorites? Yes, at home. No. I, 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 I think the Raiders are going to win that game. I mean, technically, the Colts are alive for the playoffs, so this this is also their last stand. It'd be good news for the Texans if the Colts lose um, because, basically, it's coming out to Jacksonville. Uh, it, like, needs to win. Uh, the Colts, like, that... I mean... It's the need to win the division. Everybody needs to win. Yeah, I mean, someone's got to win that division. Uh, I think, it, uh, doesn't Jacksonville have the tiebreaker? I mean, technically they do. Technically they do, but if if Trevor Lawrence isn't healthy enough to play, does the tiebreaker even matter anymore? That That's the issue. Because Jacksonville's 4-1 in the division, but... If Tre- like, because they're saying Trevor Lawrence can't play because of the shoulder, I, 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 I think we, I think we both like kind of agree that that line is BS. It's because he he wasn't really clear to the for a concussion call last week. He got hurt again. That's why he's out. <laughs> I I said that last week. I I didn't like that where that Friday thing where they said. Well, they're not sure because if he doesn't clear, he won't be able to go on the flight. And then all of a sudden, he was cleared. Yeah, you know? I, 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 I kind of agree with you that they they rushed it and it backfired spectacularly on them. And now they don't have him available uh, for the game they they actually do need to win. Um, yeah. But because everyone's looking at this game, saying uh, uh, Jacksonville is six and a half point favorite over Carolina. Without Justin, uh, just I mean, I'm saying uh, Justin. I was about to say uh, uh, Justin Herbert, but without Trevor Lawrence, this game uh, to me is. Kind of, I'll be per- perfectly honest. This game, I think this this line is still too wide. The live line is saying. Jacksonville minus three and a half. I still think that line is too wide. I think this is closer to a two and a half or one and a half spread with Jacksonville being at home against Carolina. I don't think that the, CJ uh, Bethard, like under center, is not giving me any confidence that Carolina can't find a way to pull off an upset. And yes, we know that Carolina is terrible and. They have the inside track on the number one pick. The players on that team still want to play spoiler to somebody. Yeah. Jacksonville is not good. Without like the way this is looking right now, you got an you got a banged up uh, ETN. Christian Kirk's out. No Lawrence. The the pieces that this team was supposed to be based on aren't really there on offense, and the defense has been a mess all year. Bryce Young is due for a game where he just lets it, lets it fly. I am not going to be shocked if Bryce Young somehow ends up shocking people and Carolina uh, covers or wins this game outright. Yeah. 
Yeah, I think so too. I, 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 I'm not thrilled with Jacksonville. Yeah, so I, 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 I would, with, with, go with you there with, with the Carolina side. And even if folks aren't feeling great about the Jacks, uh, I mean the Carolina side. You can always throw it up into a teaser to bump that line up to 10 points. So then you got a 10-point cushion that they could uh, that they can cover as an underdog. Like, to me, this is a this is a, a teaser spot all day um without a, a Lawrence there. I, I have no problems uh, taking the Carolina side uh and I I may even throw in an outright bet on Carolina because again, Folks are assuming Jacksonville's going to take care of business, and we've seen the Jags stub their toe in spots like this all season long. So I am not going to be surprised without Trevor Lawrence if, if this goes south on him. All right, moving on. We've got, oh, God, our Giants hosting the Rams. The Rams, even though it's a 1 o'clock start on the East Coast, the Rams are 6.5-point favorites over the Giants. H- how do you feel about it, Pop? 6.5? Yep, 6.5-point favorites. Uh, I like the Rams, I am, but coming across to play the Giants at 1 o'clock, that that always listen. Always this, this 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 screams bet the Giants first half number. It's like I feel this is one of those spots where you can bet the Giants first half number with Tyrod, and then still take the Rams overall to win uh, win out and cover because I could see Tyrod getting off to a good start with the Giants, the Rams waking up in the second half. Who knows? It's like it's Tyrod Taylor. He could easily get hurt uh, at, during the course of this game, and we got Devito back under center again. It, there, there really wouldn't be any shock to me that the Giants are in a spot where it's tied, or the Giants are ahead at halftime, and the Rams still cover this slide. Yeah, that could happen. You know, because I. You know, you really, really find a, a, a West Coast team traveling across the country for a one o'clock game and start that that game lights out. You know, uh, it, it takes a while. So, but I think I think that the the Rams because the Rams can still make the playoffs. Yep. You know, so and they have been playing pretty good. So I, I, I'll take the Rams, but um, uh, you know, yeah, I think I, I think they're gonna, you know, they, 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 they it, it's not gonna be great, like you said, in the in the first half. I don't see it. Yeah, uh, Philly. Again, the Eagles with getting a gift schedule. Eagles hosting the Cardinals. 11 half-point favorites uh, for the Eagles at home. 1 o'clock game. I I mean, I'll leave it to you. 
the Eagles should cover that. But man, uh, you know, people, this year really shows you, you know, that, you know, when people just assume that a side is, is great and next year they're going to be great, winning is one of the worst things. <laughs> winning, winning is not, it, it, it's, it's, it's good. And it's bad because when you win, you start losing people. You start losing coaches. And when you lose coaches, it makes a big difference because that Eagles team, that Eagles team. Oh, well, you you, re- you realize the assistants had a far more impact on that team. Uh, it's like, yeah, it's like, can Sirianni coach? Yeah, he, he, he can do, uh, he can run a team. But some of the details uh, behind the scenes, you see the assistant assistant coaches had a big impact on on that uh, squad. Yes, because one of the problems with with, with most sports is that you always give the head coach, you know, Belichick is this, and this one is that, and this one is that. But Sometimes those assistants, not all of them, not all the time, but man, sometimes you see where assistance is is a real problem because that's one of the problems with with with, with the Eagles this year. Uh, they don't look the same on offense, and they don't look the same on defense. You know, so it 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 just shows you. you yeah. Know. No, they they've been on a struggle bus. Uh, I, I like that 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 really has been uh, the the case of this year with their roller coaster ride. Uh, all right, uh, we've got the Fighting Mayfields at home hosting New Orleans. Uh, Mayfields versus the Cars. Who you got? Uh, Tampa is a three and a half point favorite over Saints. Yeah, I'll take Tampa. Yeah, I, I I just don't have much to add to this game. It's like two teams I'm not remotely inspired by at all. Uh, I'll just take the Tampa side, but man, I am what is like whew, uninspired is about the best thing I can say about either one of these teams. Uh, well, the the only the only thing I can also say is that uh, it, this is for the division because. Technically, someone has to win it. Um, so, essentially, w- winner of this game probably wins the division unless it, we get into a very awkward tiebreaker situation with Atlanta winning out uh, next week as well. So, uh, but th- this is essentially for the division. Yeah, yeah I, and I, I think Tampa's going to win that division. Yeah. All right. San Fran traveling to the East Coast to play the Commanders. Uh, 49ers, 13.5 point favorites. Dude, is this the get right spot or do we have concerns about the 1 o'clock travel? No. It's a, it's a Commanders. It's a bye week. Hey, 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 easy there. Jacoby Brissett is under center for the Commanders. Just. Just saying. Well, you know what? That should make it interesting because 
I, you know, I've, I've said it before, a lot of people like this quarterback, and I have no idea what it is they're seeing. I'm just, I'm, I'm just saying, I, 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 you've got Eric Bieniemy fighting to save his job, and, you know, the eggs are put in the basket of, uh, essentially that uh, Sam Howell does not know what he's doing, so you, you, you essentially, what you essentially have is, uh, what you essentially have is, uh, the audition for Eric Bieniemy to save his job compared to the other coaches on that staff, and he's going he's going to have to go at it from the standpoint of I don't trust my QB. I'm go, I'm gonna I'm gonna take uh, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna take uh, Jacoby Brissett and run my offense and see if my offense can be competent. And I. I I think I think he's got. I think he has. I think this is a legitimate shot that, not that the Commanders win, but this game is close enough that it saves Bianami's job. I, I'm actually taking the Washington side on this, I, and realistically, it's mainly because of you have a motivated team. Uh, uh, well, not a motivated team, a motivated coach doing what he can now. Can these players execute the offense? There, there are doubts about that. There are doubts about it. But San Fran's secondary is one I think that Washington should be able to attack in the passing game. So I think they can throw enough creative concepts at the 49ers to actually keep this game uh, somewhat, somewhat manageable where maybe San Fran just throttles it down and runs out the clock. Rather than trying to pound Washington, because two touchdowns uh, in a spot where they just need to win the game and get out of there, uh, I, I, I can see a spot where uh, the 49ers just run out the clock and they only win by 10. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, can, I can go with that. All right. We are in the afternoon swing. Uh, so. Uh, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back after this. And so stick around. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Catch those springtime vibes all over Arizona. Break out of the winter blues by hitting the water at one of our lake and river parks. Take a hike among the wildflowers. Just make sure to stay on the trails and leave the flowers for the bees. Discover Arizona's best kept secret and visit azstateparks.com slash amazing to start your springtime adventure. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply at LifeMD.com. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications through LifeMD? LifeMD is now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. You just take your shot. It doesn't feel like you're on a diet. What I wasn't expecting it to do was to shut off the food noise. This was life-altering, and if I can do it, I feel like anybody can do it. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com. All right, Callie, we're back. So, afternoon games. We have Seattle and Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh traveling to Seattle. To play Geno, Seattle three and a half point favorites. I, as weird as it sounds, and the fact that it's Mason Rudolph, I still think I'm going to take the Steelers side because I think the Steelers' defense showed enough of a pulse um, because of Mason Rudolph being under center as opposed to Mitch that I think they give I think they give Seattle quite a bit of a hassle today. So I'm I'm actually willing to roll the dice that Pittsburgh gets uh, gets Tomlin another winning season um, at the expense of the Seahawks. Yeah, yeah, I, I I feel the same way. I feel the same way because I I think in in the, for the past weeks my biggest problem was that. You can't play quarterback worse than that than Trubisky did, you know. And and I thought a lot of times if they had just gotten a, a little help, that it could it could be something. Not I, I'm not saying it's going to be exactly what you saw last week, that explosion, but you know something kind of resembled an offense. Instead of the defense turning the ball over and giving it back to the offense in good field position and three plays and they're out. Or two plays and they turn the ball back over again. It had too much of that. You know, so, yeah. I, 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 I give Pittsburgh a chance to, to pull this one up. It's a, very, it's a very awkward situation, to be honest, because I... I don't want to say that, you know, that the Steelers have underachieved because you look at that squad and you're like, man, I I, I really can't think of any, I can't think of a ton of nice things to say about the Steelers, but 
you still look across the board, it's like, I feel like that team has left a lot of games, like, in a spot where you feel like they should have done better, but I don't even blame the coach. I can't blame the coaching staff on it because it just feels as though a lot, a lot of it, a lot of what that team has done this year has been entirely just dependent on how bad or less bad the quarterback play has been. It's like they, they've been entirely dependent on whether or not the quarterback can have a pulse. Yeah. And and I mean, it's not like they were getting great play from 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 Kenny Pickett. You know, uh, he leaves a lot to be desired, but it just got downright non-existent when when Trubisky came in. I mean, you know, it's it's just absolutely ridiculous that that you know, I mean. Some other quarterback you go for Trubisky wouldn't even it wouldn't even be good for college games. You know what I mean? That guy is that bad. So yeah, you know. But, but this this offense has underachieved all year. I, I mean, to me, I I give Tomlin a lot of credit that this defense didn't like m- mutiny and just start calling people out. Well, Steelers fans will have you know that Tomlin's done another terrible job this year. Yeah, well, you know, they they, they can say that. They can say that because if Tomlin could play quarterback, you know, it would be great. You know, but how many many turnovers did, did the defense get and give them back the ball in good position and Nothing out of it. I mean, you had so much of that, even when Pickett was there. Yeah, yeah, and like, and like, be, be, like, if anything, Pickett's stock improves because of how bad Trubisky was. Oh, but, yeah. but yeah. Mason Rudolph looking as good as he did kind of makes you wonder what the hell are we doing with Kenny Pickett because we've had Mason Rudolph here the entire time. Mason Rudolph, we know, isn't any good, and yet still. The offense looked better than it has at any point with Kenny Pickett under center. Like to me, Pittsburgh has so many questions to answer, but we got to move on. Um, Denver, fresh off of benching Russell Wilson for performance and not trying to get out of his bonus, so they say, uh, hosting the Chargers still without pretty much all their players because it's Austin Eckler and a bunch of random dudes. Uh, left on the Chargers offense because the Chargers are down to two healthy wide receivers uh, and their practice squad guys. Uh, you know, Denver, when this line came out, they were five and a half point favorites. Because of the injuries with, to the Chargers, uh, this line is still Denver favored by three and a half. But, I mean, let's just call it for what it is. This is Denver trying to get out of paying Russell Wilson a guaranteed bonus uh, next year and just taking a dead cap hit for next year as they look look for a divorce. Yeah. I, I, well, 
pick somebody in this game? <laughs> this is a game where we don't bet it at all for outright purposes, but for picks purposes, we still have to we have to we still have to give a recommendation. But uh, run for the hills is the recommendation on my end. But uh, I, I I will I will say stranger things have happened. I can see the defense on Denver quitting on Sean Payton, given what the shenanigans have been going on. I could see the Denver players just feeling, uh, you know, let's get Sean Payton out of here in addition to Russell and not showing up today. Yeah. Because I don't think anyone in the league thought Russell was lighting the world on fire. But if you're saying that you were looking to tank as early as five weeks ago after beating the Chiefs and you were immediately looking to tank at that point, if you're a player on that team... And you're hearing Sean Payton talk about, you know, all the guys you need to replace. Like, you need multiple wide receivers. You need some linemen. You got to start thinking about, it's like, okay, these guys are looking to get rid of me, too. It's not just Russ. You could get, like, a case of, uh, it, it. well, you know, we don't call it blue flu, but it's like, the, you know, it, it's, 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 one, it's one where I could see some of these players saying, yeah, let's let, let's just call it a year early, and they they they're starting to pack their bags and, and uh, move on out of there. I I could see a lot of I could see a lot of sloppy tackles today uh, on the Denver side of the ball. Mm, yeah, yeah, I agree with you. I, believe me, I don't love the Chargers side. It's just more along the lines of the Chargers have already made their bed that it's like. Uh, we are playing better without Staley, but we have already made our decision that we are focused on the offseason. So uh, it's a it's a it's a battle of uh, who can quit less hard. Um, next up, Kansas City still trying to figure things out at home. Seven and a half point favorites over the Bengals. Uh, we keep saying it. It's like we expect the Chiefs to figure it out eventually. But maybe this is the year where they just don't figure it out, even though you have Patrick Mahomes. These other guys just are not good. Right now, they're not good. And the coaching staff, and everyone's, you know, the, the thing I love about the media, everyone's, like, trying to, like, point the finger at Patrick Mahomes, saying he's got to make them better. I'm I'm waiting to hear, like, you, I heard you mention that, like, people were bringing up Matt Nagy, not improving this offense one iota since the season started. I'm waiting to hear more folks call out the coaching staff because at a certain point, if guys aren't improving and Patrick Mahomes is still talking about consistency, isn't it time to start benching guys and finding other players elsewhere on the roster that can actually do something? Because, listen, this team is predicated around Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey. If no one else on this team can make any plays, if MVS is a missing person for 12 weeks out of the year, you got to find someone else. Tony has been given every opportunity under the sun. If the guy can't produce, what are we doing? Like, to me, I got to take the Bengals side of this, even though, I mean, there's no Chase, uh, Jamar Chase on the Bengals side. I still have to take the Bengals side of this. The Chiefs line is too wide at this point because the Chiefs literally are telling you we don't know how to fix this thing. Yeah, I, 
I'm telling you, it, it's, 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 I heard a lot of, for the first time this week, I, I, I heard a lot of people talk about um, that, that, that the Chiefs missing the enemy, you know, because he used to get on guys and apparently guys like they got into bad habits this season, you know, and nobody told them anything. So that's that's where we are now, you know. So it's 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 gotten to that point. But uh, I, how much is the Chiefs' favorite bar again? So the line opened at seven and a half. It's down to six, but for our purposes, we're gonna we're gonna keep it at the seven and a half. Yeah, but I don't know. I, I, you know, even though, even though uh, the quarterback is injured, the the Bengals is still still thinks that they better. You know, they they can beat the Chiefs. I don't think they they're gonna lie down for 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 the Chiefs. And the Chiefs has been proving this season that when they get punched back in the mouth. Those players, you know, when they have to make plays outside of Kelsey, you know, I'll be, I'll I'll be, I'll be even more blunt. If you can lose to a Raiders team without Josh Jacobs and almost non-existent QB play, because Aiden O'Connell had less than a hundred yards passing in that game the uh, the other day. I, I don't know what else you expect from Christmas, on Christmas Day. Like, Aiden O'Connell probably had one of his worst games of the year. And you still couldn't get it done against the Raiders. I, I at least got to give the Bengals uh, some credit that they can figure figure things out. You know, again, the Chiefs are at home again, but we literally just saw this spot against the Raiders who are a worse team than the Bengals? I at least got to bet the Bengals side of it. I'm not betting. I'm not. Be, I'm not betting it outright because to me, this is a teaser spot for the Bengals. So to me, you could take a team like the Bengals. You could take a team like the Raiders. Just tease uh, tease teams along those lines, and you tease them with Washington. You can do a three team teaser, and basically you require all those teams. You're essentially uh, you bump up the the Bengals where they're more like a twelve point dog. You bump up uh, uh, the Raiders so they're ten, and you bump up Washington so they're uh, they got to lose by over eighteen. Like to me, that's the way to approach some of these uh, dogs. Is that you don't have to bet them outright or use them in parlays. Just put them in teasers because realistically, it's a lot of points, and some of these teams. Just need to get out there with a win. Do I think the Chiefs just get it done? Yeah, but it's probably like a field goal win. It's like I I think the Chiefs are going to end up having to grind again today. Yeah, yeah, I think so. You know, because I mean, look, remember the biggest problem with the Chiefs is not as though anybody's running it down their throats or being a it's self-inflicted with the Chiefs. That's the problem. It's self-inflicted. 
you know, they turn the ball over too much. They drop passes. They, you know, I mean, everything with them is self-inflicted. So, you know, it, 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 like I said, I, 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 they got to show me that they can fix that. And I haven't seen it. You know? So we'll see. Yeah. And then finally, uh, because uh, Monday Night Football was played last night uh, due to the the, uh, the, the college playoff uh, t- uh, tomorrow night, uh, we have the Vikings one-and-a-half-point favorites over Green Bay, uh, but the line has made this more of a pick because the Vikings are going with rookie Jaron Hall under center. They, you know, they're not going to play around with uh, uh, the Nick Mullins experiment anymore. Thankfully, uh, they're not playing. Going back to Dobbs either. They're just going to play the rookie and see if uh, see what he has at this point. Um, Packers need to win this game. So do the Vikings. Packers, you know, they, they still have Yair Alexander suspended. You know, this is a, this is one of the oddest games of the year because you got teams that realistically could be doing uh, more to try to get into the playoffs, and they're both kind of doing their own thing. So, to me, I look at this as a game where, you know, I will slightly back the Vikings, but I don't have a great ton of confidence in it. I don't have a ton of confidence that the Packers show up in primetime because, to me, I felt the Packers have done their best work when the bright lights aren't on them. So it's it's a to me this was one of the trickiest games of the week. I don't love either side of the matchup because I could see I could see a high failure rate on both sides, but I don't have a great compelling reason to pick one side over the other. I I I think I I have more look the Packers. They're a young team and. You know, I think what happened with them is they won a couple games, and I think guys started kind of strutting their stuff a little too much. This is easy. Yeah, yeah. So we got this. this. We can do this every week. Yeah, and I think that that thing. But if I gotta pick a game between the Packers and and the Vikings, I I think I'm gonna lean towards the Packers because I think they have more talent. You know, uh, I don't know the quarterback that the Vikings is using. Uh, I mean, the only thing I might flip this for is Jaron Hall, even from the tape I had seen of of him in college, wasn't really a great passer. Like, he was just an odd draft pick by the Vikings because I couldn't figure out if they were looking at Justin Fields saying, maybe we should have that as an option on the squad uh, to move forward past uh, life after Kirk Cousins. But uh, to me, if they actually believed him, they would have had him playing instead of uh, Nick Mullins. This just feels as though they're just trying it out for the sake of trying it out. They have no idea what this guy's going to give them tonight. Yeah. 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 I, 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 I'm more inclined to take the Packers. I, I just don't love this game at all uh, for, well, yeah. from a betting perspective. Like, to me, 
This is like, if you got to make a pick, I just think most people are going to be on the Packers side. So to me, it's like, that's why you can take a shot on the Vikings. But I don't love either side of this matchup at all. No, no. I'm just, just the pick. I just, you know. Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to go close to this with, uh, with betting wise. Yeah. All right, Kelly, we're going to get on out of here. I will call you during the games, uh, and we will commiserate about the Giants, even though I know you're just going to watch Strictly Red Zone. Oh, please. Uh, best thing they ever invented when you have a bad team. At least you don't have to suffer through the entire game, you know, and, and watch all those dogs. Uh, all right. All right. Let me, let, me, let me get out of here. All right. Take it easy, Bob. Uh, okay, sir. All right. All right, folks. That's going to do it for us. I'm going to get this uploaded. A lot of variables to consider, but I do think there's decent betting opportunities uh, to at least throw some of these long shot underdogs at the teasers. And then you can also uh, parlay that with the DFS plays of kind of going with some of these underdog QBs as well. I think there's value there in terms of how uh, the matchups are shaping up. So I'm going to get on out of here. Best of luck, folks, in all your contests. And uh, until next time, have a happy new year, and we will be back in 2024. Take it easy. Thanks for listening to the Fantasy Throwdown Podcast. Be sure to like and subscribe to the show on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and all major outlets. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. Welcome to Prime Video's culture-rated collection. This is the place where Black is the main character, where we don't jump through hoops just to hear our voice and can fall in love with illuminating documentaries like Giannis' The Marvelous Journey. I'm just a hard worker that's trying to survive. Enjoy the animated series, The Second Best Hospital in the Galaxy. All doctors report immediately. Where we dive into something new like the latest season of Them, The Scare, and the award-winning American fiction. Welcome home, baby! Or add to the experience by buying or renting the biopic of a legend, Bob Marley, One Love. I want my music to unify people. And add on channels like Paramount Plus and Stars to bask in nostalgia with Beverly Hills Cop. This is the cleanest police car I've ever been in in my life. And BMF. You're about to take over the whole nation. Explore Prime Video's culture-rated collection and enjoy old-school greats and new-school hits. Prime Video. Find your happy place. Restrictions apply. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details.